You know, this is going to be the first time in a long time uh-huh. where I feel like <laughs> where no one's really going to know what's happening. And it's going to be It's so going to go one or two wa- one of two ways. I mean, it's either going to go amazing or it's going to be really bad. Oh, I'm going with amazing because based on like where it's going to be and what's going to be happening, I think that's it's a good thing. fit or else it could be the worst fit. Well, because true. it happened in Vancouver before, I remember years ago, where they loved it, but not for the right reasons. It was very <laughs> strange. So we're going to have to find out. Hello, everyone. We do live in strange times. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have a special guest today. He's going to be joining us here in just a little bit, and that is... Mr. Dan Bozick. Dan Bozick, who you know, he has the voice of a golden god. We worked he does. With, yeah, we worked with Bozick for years in uh, commercial radio. He has since uh, made himself a flourishing career doing all sorts of like A music. flourishing career. He no, really I know, has. I mean, he does. I'm just uh, listening to your description. I mean, you know, when shit hits the fan, you can either like hunker down and be depressed or you can go out and make the world your bitch. And Bozick has kind of <laughs> done that. He has made the world his bitch. He really has. You know, he was kind of, he got laid off and he's like, all right, well, this is what I'm going to do now. So he's yeah. pretty inspiring. So we're going to talk to him about everything he's been up to the past few years. <laughs> he is. So Bozik's going to join us here in just a little bit. And he has bit. a really sweet Jeep and it's Bozik, really fun to ride around with making him. the world my bitch. I, that, that's not a Bozik quote. That is a Sarek's delivery. But quote. I think that he would be okay with that. We'll have to ask him when he gets Oh, here. absolutely. I'll all give right. it to him. I'll put a bumper <laughs> sticker. On his Jeep for <laughs> making the world my bitch. All right. All right. So, so Bozik going to join us here in a little bit. And, uh, and lots of other things that are going to be going on today, too, including an announcement that we're going to make here in just a second. I do want to say thank you to all of you who tune in to Fun Employment Radio. And we do have listeners all over who, who tune in, and we are so grateful for that. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you're listening. We are equally grateful for you. Absolutely. And uh, one of those things with that, you know, just... So you know, you can always go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, and if you're, say, booking some travel, you can always click on the Expedia link right there on the page, and maybe the Hotels.com link. They're both, they're both, uh, there's, there's links right there at FunEmploymentRadio.com. You can click those, make all of your travel arrangements through our site. And while you're there, why don't you head on over to FunEmploymentRadio.com slash Alaska, because we are announcing right now. We've teased it. We've talked about it before. We made uh, insinuations that we would be doing a Fun Employment Radio trip to Alaska. And it is happening. It is happening April 19th through April 21st. And we are inviting all of you to join us in Alaska. So we're calling it the FER Alaska Adventure. We are going to Anchorage, oh Alaska. Oh, my God. If you have heard me talk about Alaska before, Greg's been there many times. But about a year and a half ago, we went, I can just, let me just state for the record, Alaska is one of the most magical places I have ever been to. It is like nothing else in the entire world. You've heard me rant and rave about this. And I am over the moon that we get to go back. I am so, so, so very excited. And to maybe get to go with some of you guys. So here is what's going on. So we're making this trip up there. And we're, like I said, we're going to be there from Thursday, April 19th through, well, Sunday, April 22nd is when we're going to be heading back. And there's a bunch of stuff that's going to be going on. And we're asking you to join us for what we are calling the FER Alaska Adventure. Now, I want to tell you what's included in this if you were to fly up and join us in Anchorage. 
fly up and join us on a journey, on an adventure, on a trip. What we are providing for a $50 FER Alaska Adventure ticket. <laughs> now you got to buy your own flight and hotel, sorry. Uh, but for the $50 FER Alaska Adventure <laughs> ticket. We don't have that kind yeah. of spending money. <laughs> um, what you would get if you do join us up there, if you're able to go, a personal bar tour of Anchorage, Alaska. Now, let me just tell you, I have been, uh, as Sarah said, I've been going to Anchorage for years. I've spent many, many times up there. And uh, and there are some iconic places to visit that are unlike anywhere else I have ever been in the world. There are some bars up there, some places, some, some holes in the wall, some really famous breweries, all kinds of things. And uh, it is like nowhere else. An Anchorage adventure really is, is like nothing else uh-huh. you will experience. And uh, and what we will be doing is you will be getting, for this uh, FER Alaska Adventure ticket purchase... If you so desire. A personal tour of the iconic bars of Anchorage with myself, with Sarah X. Dillon, and a couple other special guests we'll tell you about here in just a minute. <laughs> a couple other special guests will also be along for this. Oh so again, this is all what you get God. with the $50 ticket purchase. You also get... A private live recording of Fun Employment Radio at a very exclusive bar that you will not find on any on any map. And this is on separate any travel site. On, this is no. separate from the bar tour. We are going to be doing a live Fun Employment Radio recording up there. And if you join us, if you purchase this FER Alaska Adventure ticket, you will get to be there for that private recording of Fun Employment Radio. And lastly, <laughs> what you also get in all Greg, this, I get all even for only more fifty dollars, Sarah. All for only fifty dollars. You are also going to get to see Courage live in Anchorage, Alaska for the first time ever. The first time we have ever played Alaska. We'll all be part of this trip. So uh, we are, and that's what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. If you don't know Courage, go to uh, couragemusic.com. By the way, all of our songs are now available in iTunes on Amazon, on Google Play, and they're in Spotify as well. We encourage you to buy the album, so because buying the albums does help pay for this. So if you, if you so like to, CourageMusic.com, all three Courage albums, Super Hits Volume 1, Super Hits Volume 2, and Mount Rockmore are all available for purchase. CourageMusic.com, you can go there and pick those up right now. Uh, but we are going to be playing live in Anchorage for the first time ever, and this is the thing. Like I know a lot of our, a lot of our uh, listeners and a lot of you that, that listen have seen Courage before. If you haven't, um, it's kind of the the dumbed down version is it's kind of like Spinal Tap. It's all original music and uh, it's it's a show. We dress up. It is a um, it's an experience. It is seeing Courage live. I, I can't even imagine. Like it's not even like my brain isn't registering that I'm going to go see you idiots mm-hmm. in a bar in Anchorage. Yeah. playing Courage songs. Yeah, like. That's amazing. It's what's going to happen. I will say, and I don't like to say this very often, I don't like to give Greg the compliments, but Courage is one of my favorite bands, and particularly my favorite band to see live. They are so much fun. And to imagine the looks on the locals' faces when they're coming into a bar and they're like, oh, it's a show tonight, and then just seeing what's going to be happening. They will have, they have no idea what's it's coming. It's going to be, and I've seen this place, so we haven't, we're not announcing where Courage is playing, but, yeah. um, but it's this, it's a pretty cool venue. Um, it's kind of divey. Oh yeah. And it's, it's just, totally. it's a super dive bar. It's the perfect place for a Courage experience. Yeah. 
And uh, uh, funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska. That is where you can check it out. So we're going to be up there April 19th through the 21st. 21st is when the show is going to be. 19th is when the bar tour will be. So come up anytime during that stretch. Join us. Join us in Anchorage, Alaska. It's going to be a ton of fun. But yeah, uh, playing uh, Courage in front of people who have never seen it. Like I was talking about, you know, we used to obviously go tour around. We toured around the Northwest. And there were some people, when they would first see it, they're like, oh, sweet. I, I love this. Or um, they just were so confused by what was going on, by what was happening. Oh, and I what bet. We were doing. <laughs> and, uh, and there were some of them that didn't get that we were dressing up you know, where it's all original music and the music is really well, good, but it's just, also parody music. Yes. And, and let's also say for the record that some people in Alaska look exactly like what you're parodying. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's definitely. a little confusing. Definitely. Because there is maybe like someone walking wearing the exact same outfit is like Billy Bob Courage or yeah. Murky Bong Water. Yes. Or, uh, uh, why am I blanking on your name? Russell Spanker the Third. Thank you, Russell Spanker the Third. So, courage. You know, we will be playing, and it's it's going to be it is going to be interesting to see the reaction to that. As part of the bar tour of Anchorage, you will also be joined by Gavin, aka Billy Bob Courage, and Stone Murky Bongwater. Courage will also be giving you part of this personal tour of Anchorage, Alaska. Not as courage, though, right? For the love no. of God, no. Please don't, 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 don't. Uh, well, now that you're saying that, now I'm going to. <laughs> like, the more you protest, the more I will do it. No, but I will say, as someone who went to Alaska for the first time, uh, as I already said, like a year and a half or two years, I don't even know how long ago, mm-hmm. um, Gavin is like the raddest tour guide. Like, he brought us every, like, anything... Yeah, and anything that you want to see in Anchorage, along with like Greg and everybody, like we will be able to find for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is going to be so much fun, and so uh, that is what we're putting out there. This is the first of uh, maybe more travels down the road. Yeah. Well, so let's go have some beers so, in Alaska together. So yeah, uh, join us fun, funemploymentradio.com/slash/alaska and come along this uh, come along on this adventure. I'm kind of excited about the um, the cheesy Alaska picture that I made for us. Yes, uh, Sarah did uh, did make make a uh, <laughs> make a wonderful photo for for this thing. We've got a logo for it and everything that'll be up there. And um, let's see, where does one buy the ticks? Funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska slash Alaska. So funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska. We'll also put up a big uh, a banner on the front of the page, front of the site as well. But you can go there, and it's just at the bottom of that page is where you pick it up. Pick up the $50 FER Alaska Adventure Oh, my ticket. gosh. It's actually happening. Yeah. Like, we've been talking about this as, as soon as the year began. Greg and I are like, all right, this is the year we're going to travel. We're going to do this stuff on the road. We're going to go and have adventures. And by golly, Greg. We are doing it. It's February, and we've already booked our first adventure. Yep, absolutely. I am and we're so inviting excited. everyone to join us. Oh, wait, did I put the wrong date on? <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I just posted the Courage poster for those of you looking at uh, live in the chat. That's the wrong date on that poster. I, that's helpful. <laughs> that's helpful. Yeah, I know. I realize I made a mistake. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, ignore that. It is the 21st. Okay. Uh, uh, Jez is saying that we should do a show in Portland, Maine, and confuse everybody. Hey. That'd be fun to do a show from, Port- from a different I would, Portland. I would love to do a show in Portland, mm-hmm. Maine, if uh, somebody can arrange the the uh, flight and uh, the prices and all that stuff, we are definitely available for hire. Sure. We are available for hire to we go out there. We are podcast prostitutes. Absolutely. You give us well, some money, we will podcast. Well, podcast yes. Podcast for you. Yes. That's right? Is that how it? Yes, that's okay. exactly. Well, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, that's. Don't you get money for doing the, the service? I don't know if I want to say podcast prostitute. Podcastitutes? 
podcast. I'm a podcastitude. I'll oh, podcast yes. anywhere for money. Yeah, that's kind of true, though. We are podcastitude. I will podcast anywhere for money. So if you want to pay us, yeah, we'll we'll go out to Portland, Maine. Um, but for this first one, mm-hmm. join us in Alaska. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be fun. So it's really happening. It is happening. It's really happening. The podcastitudes, podstitutes. Pod-stitutes. Everybody's giving up, giving us different names like right now in the live chat. It has like a real, like the aristocrats. It has <laughs> like a it, real flow to it. Does it? I don't know if it's quite the same. I'm a podcastitude, actually, mm-hmm. and I'm proud of it. I am proud of it. So I will podcast for money. Heck yeah. I mean, I, I guess in a way that's true. I mean, you true. can podcast for passion, but also, come on, we can yeah. podcast for money, too. Yeah, it's both. You can mm-hmm. have a separate, you know, separate Ooh, reasons. hashtag podcaster of the night. <laughs> the world's oldest. I am really enjoying the phrase podcastitudes, Pod- by the way. Cast professional. Mm. I don't know how that would work. We can be like birthday clowns, but someone's like, "Hey, I want to give you this amount of money, and then come here and do a live podcast." We'll do it. I mean, we would. Yeah, we totally would. Yeah. So, Jez, if you want us to go to Portland, Maine, and do a do a, a podcast, hook it up, man. We're in. Contact us, and uh, we'll we'll make that happen. Anyway, I am I am very excited for this trip. Oh, it's going to be a ton of I fun. Know. I am too. I am so too. that uh, site is well, live. Now that we've said it. All right, and it's live, so that's happening. That so is happening. That's, that's not a no take backsies. No take backsies, indeed. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, all right, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, well, is our guest here? What should we do? Yeah, I think our guest is about here, so maybe we should take a quick break. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, you want to take a break and then sure, or else I have world of crazy. Should we save it for him? To let's be save it for him. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's save it for him because I am curious to see what he has to say about all of that stuff. Okay. And I've got a little bit of ball talk. This I wonder if Bosa could want to go to Alaska. He's a world traveler. Yeah, he is a world traveler. Oh, uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll have to find out. Oh my gosh. All right. All right, everyone. Uh, we'll be back here in a minute with more fun uh, employment radio. Oh, uh, 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 dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. And we are back here with Fun Employment Radio. Uh, Bozik might not be joining us today. Well, so. he is busy making the world his bitch. He is. As you said, <laughs> he is out there making the world his bitch. Now, it, it looks like uh, we got some. We got a mix-up on time. So we some will have him in. Crossed. Some wires crossed on time. But uh, we will make that happen another time. That's okay. All right. We, I, I just want to say we have already, just in that brief break, if you're listening to the podcast that lasted about two seconds, we've already sold a, sold a uh, Fun Employment Radio Alaska oh Adventure gosh. Ticket. We are pleased to announce that Greg, myself... And Carrie are all going to Alaska. <laughs> Woo! I'm so, so excited. Please, uh, please go there, funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska, and if you if you wish to uh, join us up there, that would be great. Oh, my God. Awesome. Uh, should we do some World of Crazy, Sarah? I think we should. I'm well, too there's excited. There's some crazy stuff up there. Oh, yeah. It is like... fun. Like, I, the places that we're going to be taking you... Um, there's some interesting places. Oh, there's my some gosh. really cool places. There are some dive bars. There's some... And, we're we're getting everything. And the thing with Alaska too is that you never know who you're sitting next to because Alaska is basically full of serial killers that are on the lamb. <laughs> Greg, am I lying? No. <laughs> yes, you I mean that's not entirely the case. Yes. I know, but I'm saying like in general like where uh, Alaska is a very strange and beautiful place. Yes. That has many strange and beautiful people who may or may not have uh, hidden identities or pasts that they sure that might can have happen moved up to there. Alaska to get away from. I mean, the thing is, if you do go up there, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely that's where people go to hide, but it's not everybody. There's also very cool people up there. 
Yes, I'm not saying that everybody in Alaska is a serial killer, Greg. I think that's pretty much what ex- exactly what you I said. I mean, I'm saying that everyone there probably has potential to be a serial killer. Well, true. Oh, when we went traveling, remember, and Gavin is like pointing out, he's like, oh, yeah, and that's where that guy used to murder all those prostitutes over there. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying that's not something that I point out in Portland. <laughs> it's a little bit of a different place. All right, let's go on, shall we? Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, Greg, do you practice yoga? I do not. You're not a yogi? I am not. Well, if you were, you Is that what they beware. call each other? A yogi? I don't know. I think, I don't think so. That's, I don't think that's what they say, I thought that was it? what it was. Well, now, if you do participate in yoga, a Christian blogger, that sounds legit, is warning those who follow... Who follow him, I guess he has a big Christian blog following, that practicing yoga is like playing a Ouija board with your body. Yeah. Wait, what? That it's evil. A Ouija board with your body? Yes, it's evil. Yoga is evil, is what he's saying. This guy's name is um, Matt Walsh. He writes for the Daily Wire, which I guess is some Christian blog thing. He says, you may perform the yoga moves without consciously seeking the demonic trance they were supposed to help you attain, but it would seem you're, qua- uh, you're playing quite literally with fire. No, he, you're not playing. That's not how the word literally works. You're yeah, not literally no, playing there's not with actual fire. fire. I mean, really unless not. you are, there's people that do all kinds of words. There's goat yoga now. I mean, maybe there is something with well, it. Well, that's true. I think that's in Portland too, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. It seems like Portland's getting less Portlandy. Like when I heard goat yoga like two years ago, I would have been like, oh, Portland. But now it's like, oh, it could oh, be anywhere. It's getting taken over by other people. It kind of is. Uh, so he repeatedly calls yoga a pagan practice, saying, no, I don't think all yoga practitioners should go to hell, but neither do I see how a pagan ritual could ever help someone get to heaven. So maybe that's reason enough to leave yoga huh. alone. Well, in addition to his blog post, he has hadn't spoken enough about the evils of yoga. Matt Walsh also went to his Twitter page to rally against it. Um, he posted such statements on Twitter saying, It's kind of amazing to see all Christians who think nothing of going to a yoga class. There are many excellent ways to get into shape that do not involve participating in Hindu worship. Boy, like of all the things that you're going to get worked up about. Like there's so much going on in the world. Like this is where he's going to make a stand though. Mm-hmm. He says, I've noticed that many Christians really do not believe the evil spirits are at work in the world at all. They laugh at the idea, right along with the atheists. They seem to think the devil is a myth, yet they pretend to still believe in God. They're making a dangerous mistake when they participate in yoga. And finally, says the best comparison for yoga would be the Ouija board. Yes, you can play it just for fun, but you are still participating in something that was designed to conjure spirits. Better to just play Monopoly or something. Why mess around with it? So he's pretty that is up like a really thing. just strange thing. It's to a really get upset weird about. thing to like. That's a, like, like people that's who are relaxing thing. and stretching is basically what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's my thing. That's the thing. I'm this gonna is go what against. I'm going to stick about. This is what I am angry. This about. makes me furious that other people are enjoying themselves. No, I mean, ultimately, when it comes down to one of these things, where if somebody's that upset about something that's just completely ridiculous, yeah. it's got to be because there was an ex girlfriend that left him for a yoga instructor or something like That's that. That's exactly it. So it's, I mean, it's all personal. It's got to be personal. Oh, it totally is. There's no way you just pick yoga and be like, That's my stance. Like how you like listen to a song and it reminds you of somebody or like a movie or whatever. This is his is definitely yoga. Yeah. But then he's just taking it this far. He's like, has it gone too far? Yes. All right. 
Well, anyway, so uh, yoga is basically like playing the Ouija board with your mm-hmm. body. Just wanted to let you know. An update on a story I had earlier. I don't know if it was this week or last week. Especially that fucking Steve and his yoga. <laughs> Goddamn Steve. <laughs> Greg, now I know that you were pretty excited about this revelation that came to light about McDonald's French fries being able to cure baldness. Why would I be excited about However, that? now the Japanese researcher behind the new study that links an ingredient found in McDonald's French fries to treat, treating baldness or preventing baldness. Don't say that's not a little bit of a worry. We've gone over this. How many people went home and just started rubbing fries on their head to I know. Like, well, prevent baldness? People weren't so much rubbing fries on their head as they were eating them mm. in hopes. And, and fast food restaurants are kind of trying to lean into this a little. Uh-huh. Like, oh, well, you know, who knows if it might help. Maybe you yeah, should buy more fries. And let's see. Can't take the risk. So the Japanese researcher behind this study has admitted that eating the fries will have no effect whatsoever, so do not fall for any of the fast food lies saying that if you eat more fries, it'll make you less bald. So this... Pro- uh, fry lies. Prof- fry lies. Professor Junji Fukada... Uh, Japan's National University said his team was able to mass repair thousands of hair follicles, blah, 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 after this. However, it was just from placing that particular agent onto the mice. It wasn't from consuming them. So he said he's seen comments online saying, how many fries do you think I would have to eat to grow my hair back? He said, I'd feel bad if people think eating something would do that. So he thinks the technique might eventually be able to help people with alopecia, male pattern baldness, and those who have suffered hair loss in other ways. But human tests probably won't happen for at least five years. So in the meantime, don't let somebody dupe you into eating a bunch of French fries because it's not going to do anything. Don't do it. Yeah. This is your warning. I mean, they're delicious, but. They are delicious. You know who has the best fries? Who? Dairy Queen. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, they are pretty good. They're pretty good. There's something different about them. Like, and I don't have them that often. And I now mean, I'm like on a French fry. Now I like today I decided like I put on some pans and they were too tight. I'm like, and now I'm on like a fast food fast. Yeah. So I mean I can just think about them, but I'm they're not coming toward my face for a while. But those are good. They have like this weird, like almost like crumbly on the outside. Like they're a little I don't know. They're very delicious. I mean, if I'm gonna go for fries and I have my choice of like any fries, I I like the either sweet potato or the curly fries. Okay. Like those are my choices. I do like curly fries. Curly fries are delicious. I don't like the big, like, JoJo's. I don't like eating, like, that much potato. I like having, like, the flavor. Not a, jo- a JoJo's not a fry. Isn't that, like, a potato wedge? No, no, wait. What are we talking about here? Aren't a JoJo? Jo- yeah, like, like chicken and JoJo's aren't Yeah, JoJo's, JoJo's like are, like, fries? big potatoes. No, those aren't fries. Those I thought are... that those were in the fry family. JoJo's are their own thing. I don't put no, those in the... No, because they just look like really big fries. No, they're not in the fry family. They're like maybe a way outlier of the fry family. They're more in like the baked potato family, I would think. Than no, but they're in pieces, and that makes them fries. They're not. I pieces. see what you're saying, but you're wrong. They're not fries. JoJo's are definitely in the fry family. They are not in the fry family. No. JoJo's are like steak fries. Yes. No, kind no, of fried, that's not yet. true either. No, steak fries are their own thing too. Steak fries are big fries. Oh my gosh, we have an update for our friend that's coming with us to Alaska. She has booked her trip. Excellent. Yeah. Uh. S- you're the baked potato family? Exactly. Well, I would say it's closer to that than it is a fry. It is not. What is the definition of a fry? Well, a okay. uh, fry would be bu- 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 a thin slice, a thin slice of potato. That's not a that's fry. That's fried. No, it's a fried piece, of like elongated piece of potato that's fried. How is that different than what I just said? That's a JoJo. No. You don't fry baked potatoes. That's absolutely a different family. All right. Maybe not the baked potato. Then it's its own thing. Then it's its own thing. 
Oh yeah, poutine is the fried one. Or poutine is very good, but poutine is no, made that's up not... more of the ingredients that yeah. are on it than the actual fries. Yeah, we're talking also, about the individual fries. Are you crispy or mushy fry? I am mushy fry. I'm crispy. I am mushy. I am definitely crispy. I hate crispy fries. I love the mushy ones. Oh, mushy fries are the. You best. probably like McDonald's then. Sometimes I hate it when like they're all like the little crispy ones. I'm like, oh, these garbage fries. It's little crispy garbage fries. I like the big mushy ones. All right, people are very wrong in our live chat. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. Keelan is, Keelan is saying a JoJo is just a huge fucking French fry. No, it's not. It, it is not. It is. That's no. exactly it. That JoJo, JoJo is a French fry. Uh-uh. Everybody's saying it's a fry. It is It is not. It'd be more in the wedge family. You're right. Potato wedges. A wedge is a fry. It's fried. The definition is in Mm-mm. the name of it. Mm-mm. No, not a fry. All right, so Mr. Jenkins saying if you ordered fries and someone gave you JoJo's, he'd be like, um, I ordered fries, not wedges. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, is a tater tot not a fry? A tater tot is not a fry. No, a tater tot's not a fry. Yeah. That's little pieces. It's little pieces. A tater tot is its own thing. Just like JoJo's are their own thing. Wow, nobody else likes mushy fries. Well, if you get fries and you want someone to eat the mushy ones, don't give them to me for a few months because I'm feeling really squishy, but give them to me like... Toward the end of the year. Well, I'll eat mushy fries in Alaska. There's a goal. No purple hot dogs, though. <laughs> oh, we won't take you to the place with the purple God, hot dogs. God, that actually just made me almost like. Gag. <laughs> There's a place in Alaska that has free hot dogs on a certain night. We're and not Greg, going. We're actually not going to this place. It's not, not on no. the tour. But, uh, well, I mean, the bar's fine, but it's not part of the tour for this one, I don't think. I'm consulting with Gavin on specifically. But regardless, they have this <laughs> free hot dog night, and, and they Greg just have this had, giant bowl of like boiled hot dogs. It was so awful. So we talked about this on the show. We're great. Like we had been you know, like going around and, and drinking all day and like you know, bouncing around, and so we were just really hungry at that point. But we were going to dinner later, so we're like, all right, yeah. we just gotta eat something. And we go to this bar, and Gavin's like, oh, they have free hot dogs. I still can't unsee them. Yeah. I don't want to say this during lunch. It was just the worst thing ever. Don't ever eat free hot dogs uh, at a particular bar in Anchorage. That's what they're called. What, one, other, one other note. Mr. Jakey says, in the glorious gas station food world of Utah, JoJo's are called tater babies. Ew. Tater babies? I love it. Go get me a tater baby. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, we have a, a sexy argument following the Super Bowl. A Florida woman was allegedly upset and injured her boyfriend by throwing a piece of furniture at him during an argument about who would win the Super Bowl. So this is a few days old. Uh, Cheryl Merrill. It's <laughs> a good name. Cheryl Merrill. That is a good, pretty good name. Cheryl Merrill. Cheryl Merrill, 60 years old and a troublemaker, was arrested after the incident, which happened at 7 p.m. Sunday. All right, so the game was in effect, so it wasn't like before the game. This is like during the game as to who was going to win the Super Bowl. So uh, Cheryl Merrill became enraged during an argument about who was going to win the Super Bowl and allegedly threw a wooden shelf at her boyfriend, whom she'd been seeing for the past five years. Well, the man suffered a swollen hand but refused medical treatment because of his hand... I'm enraged! Because of his hand injury, he was unable to sign an affidavit. Uh, Cheryl Merrill was described by deputies as being, quote, extremely intoxicated and disobeyed orders to remain in the cul-de-sac while deputies investigated the incident. Well, Cheryl Merrill, who was extremely intoxicated again, and enraged, and enraged Cheryl Merrill, intoxicated, enraged Cheryl Merrill, got into her car and decided to start the engine because that's a super bright thing to do in front of the cops. That's what you do. uh, Deputies were able to forcibly remove her from the car. 
Uh, so Cheryl Merrill has now been charged with aggravated battery and is uh, in jail on $6,000 bond. Oh, Cheryl Merrill. Oh, boy. Oh, what a sticky Whoopsie wicket daisy. Cheryl Merrill found herself in. I'm enraged. Next time I'm going to do karaoke or something, I'm going to make my name Cheryl Merrill. Just has such a good flow to it, you know? Welcome to the stage, Cheryl Merrill. Welcome to the stage, Miss Cheryl Merrill. That sounds like you're introducing me like a stripper. Get your dollars out, gentlemen. Cheryl Merrill to the stage right now. Got a story out of Scotland. A 45-minute standoff at a farm in Scotland came to an end when the cops realized that the standoff that they were having with the tiger wasn't actually real because it was a stuffed animal. <laughs> it's happened in Peterhead, Scotland this past weekend. It all started when a local <sighs> farmer named Bruce Grubb... God, everyone has the best names today. Cheryl Merrill and Bruce Grubb the farmer. Bruce Grubb. Bruce Grubb the farmer called the Northeast Police... To report the presence of a large tiger on his farm. Bruce Grubb says, I got the fright of my life. He told the Scottish, Scottish son, sure. While the creature appeared to be crouched on a ramp in Bruce Grubb's barn, in the Grubb barn, police immediately dispatched several vehicles, including an armed response Spent the team. In the Grubb barn. <laughs> including an armed response team to the Grubb barn. In addition, police contacted a nearby wildlife park to check if a tiger might have escaped from it. Uh-oh. Well, there was a 45-minute standoff with the police. This sounds like something that would be on Reno 911. Yeah. Freeze, tiger! <laughs> Freeze! There was a 45-minute standoff before the officers realized that the tiger in question was just a giant stuffed toy. Well, Inspector George Cordiner said he was happy at how responding officers handled the situation and emphasized that Bruce Grubb, the farmer... Was not a prankster. But nobody knows where did, the, where did it come from. Oh, boy. Well, he goes, our ultimate aim is to protect the public and keep our officers face, uh, safe when faced with uncertain situations. Uh, until you know exactly what you're dealing with, every option has to be considered. So he said, we appreciate that it was a call made with genuine good intent. So nobody knows where this large tiger stuffed animal thing came from. It's one of life's mysteries. Is I don't it? know. Like the Sphinx, totally. Yeah. It's that and the stuffed tiger and uh -huh. Bruce Grubbs. Pretty similar. Backyard. And finally, Greg, this lady might be your soulmate, but I am sad to say that she is the married. But this is a woman who, uh, let's see, she lives in, in England. And she loves Cheetos. I love Cheetos. I know you do. You're very, you're very simple to figure out. Well, a Cheetos crazed mother. Cheetos crazed. So we have an enraged woman, and then we have got a Cheeto crazed mother. A Cheetos crazed mother. Well, actually, crazed. since this is a British story, it says a Cheetos mad mum. No, mad mum. So I changed Cheetos crazed mother. A Cheetos mad mum. Or a Cheetos mad mum, who gorged on 320 family size packets. Of Cheetos during the time she was pregnant, now truly believes that all the Cheetos that she ate are the reason why her son was born with bright red hair. <laughs> so she would go through. This is an elaborate cover up for this some is, kind of oh my affair that she Greg, had. Greg, this is a lifetime story. Yeah. Oh, she was a Cheeto or something. 
She cheated oh. on you. Oh, she cheated on you. The Amelia Jackson story. <laughs> Greg, this is, you're a genius. I'm telling like, you, man. I, I she think did that something. you're so stupid. And then, like, you say, like, the most brilliant things. Amelia Jackson Cheeto. All right. Well, this is what she she goes on to. Yeah, she she does talk about this quite a bit. She is really trying to cover it up. Greg, hmm. Greg, you're correct. All right. So Amelia Johnson, 23 years old, said she went through at least eight family bags of flaming hot Cheetos per week. So the big family size per bags. week. That's a lot. She said she go through that eight is a bags lot per week. To satisfy her Cheeto needs. Well, the mother of two got the shock of her life when her son, Kai Lono, who's four months old now. Wait, Kai Lono? Yeah. So they're Hawaiian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a Kylo Ren thing going on there. Okay. No, when her son, Kai Lono, now four months, was born with red hair, despite both her and her partner having dark hair. Greg, it is such a cover-up. It's, it, it, it's it is so a- much is. Kai Lono's heritage is African-American, pork, uh, Portuguese, Hawaiian, and Norwegian, and everyone keeps telling the family that he could, and oh, so she keeps insisting on telling her family. No, it's because of the Cheetos. That he could have red hair because of her addiction to the bright red snacks. Well, before giving birth, uh, Amelia proved her eternal love for flaming hot Cheetos by posing for a maternity photo shoot in a, bu- a bathtub full of them. Oh, my God, this is the long con. She slipped up once with a ginger, and she's like, fuck. Yep. He got me pregnant. Now I'm going to have to pretend to love Cheetos. Yeah. That she thought is, this out. That's like one of those things when you're going to call in sick for work and you start coughing mm-hmm. like a week before. You plant the seed. Oh, she. It's like, oh, boy, I'm just feeling a little, I don't know what's going on. I'm fine, though. Don't worry about me. I'll be here. Oh, my God. That's the best. Uh, Amelia is also mother to another child named Violet Ray, who has dark hair, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. She's five years old. Uh-huh. Uh, Amelia says, I've always loved Flaming Hot Cheetos ever since I was a kid. It's so odd that she ate them during her first pregnancy. Or, no, yeah, and the other kid didn't turn out with bright red hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she said, I've always loved Flaming Hot Cheetos ever since I was a kid. I used to steal quarters from my parents' money jar just to get my Cheeto fix at school. These days I'll hoard bags of them at my house just so I never, I never run out. Oh, so she's from Washington State. But she lives in England? Oh, who knows? Yeah, she said, my boyfriend is half Portuguese and Hawaiian while I'm half African-American and Norwegian. Sounds like a lot of everything except for gingers. So to see him come out with red hair, my partner sort of looked at me and laughed, like, do we have something to talk about? And I said, no, it's because I ate so many Cheetos. It turned his his hair red. I had red hair when I was little. That seems like a lie. It's not. There's there's picture evidence. That it was like reddish hair. Hmm. And then blonde hair for a while, too. Now it's just dark. It's just this. Oh, no. You have some some streaks in there. Some highlights. Those are blonde highlights. Yes, you have blonde highlights at 40. All right. There you have it. So Amelia has now had to give up her favorite snack. It's so funny that she doesn't crave it anymore hmm. now that she's given birth to the redheaded child. Yep. Uh, she said, uh, it, it interferes with breastfeeding. Her son won't be able to handle the spiciness of them. <laughs> this is a lot about Cheetos. This is so much about Cheetos. I just wanted to let you know. Um, Greg, I cannot believe I didn't even see that transparency. Like, I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah, that's yeah. the first thing I thought of. It's like, yeah. oh, cover up. That is so, that's pretty good. 
All right, well, there you have it, my friends. There's your world of crazy. Crazy. I mean, it's really going far if now she's like a news story and all this stuff. Like, she's got to hold on to that lie. Well, that's probably why she was contacting the news because she's like, all right, well, shit. Yeah. This is happening. Better back it up. I slept with Peter Peter just that one time because it wasn't, you know, like, George and I just weren't making, it just wasn't happening. And then all of a sudden, oh, crap. Oh, boy. Oh, crap. Um, I was going to do some ball talk when Bozik was going to be coming in here, but now I think I've got something else, and I figure maybe we could do a little bit of Anchorage facts. Ooh. Would you like some Anchorage facts? I mean. Since we are going to be traveling there, funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska, pick up your ticket for the FER Alaska adventure. I figured maybe we could do a couple of. <laughs> to Alaska, go north for Russia's to Alaska, go north, the rush is on. Are you going to okay. sing this when we get there? Sure. Karaoke? Yeah. Do you think we'll find a karaoke bar? I'm sure we can. <gasps> we can find about anything you want. You can find about anything you want in Anchorage. Anything you want is an Anchorage. Yep. Um, all right. Sarah? Yes. English explorer Captain James Cook is credited with first exploring and describing the Anchorage area in 1778. Oh, boy. 1778. 1778. Part of uh, Anchorage, when you do arrive there, you'll notice a very large inlet from the sea that uh, goes around the Turnigan Arm. Did I see that? Yes, you did. You drove around it when you went to Hope, Alaska. Oh. So the Turnigan Arm. That's where that really cool bar was. Yep, we that's not part bars. not part of the tour, though. Okay, but that's far, yeah. That's yeah, far it's, it's a ways away. Yeah. But uh, certainly if somebody was up there, they could absolutely, we can certainly make recommendations of where to go. So that is called the Cook Inlet. That's Named really pretty Captain up there. Captain James Cook. It's very pretty. Because it looks like you can go right across the, um, like across it really easily, but. You cannot. You cannot. You mm. cannot go across it. But that is true. It does look like you can. Um, Anchorage was incorporated on November 23rd, 1920. There was a big earthquake in Anchorage in 1964. Oh. Have you heard of this? The Have you seen this? Yeah, have you seen this? Have you heard of this? No, no it was it's a it was huge. It was a 9.2 Jesus. earthquake in 1964, which is why most of the buildings in Anchorage were built after that. It pretty much destroyed oh. the entire city. Or they had to tear down the buildings and okay. rebuild. Yep. 115 people were killed in the event. Oh, well you didn't 9.2. Well, I, it's important to know when you go up there because it is like, a lot of things are were built after that. There's not much from before. 1964 earthquakes. These are some great facts, Greg. Mm-hmm. When you are in Anchorage, something that uh, locals will say is, you know, oh, no, he was up on the slope. So the slope is the very, very far north of Alaska where the oil fields are. We didn't go there. We did not go there, no. Okay. No, we did not go there. So but the people will talk about the slope. people go to, like, work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you work in the oil fields, you usually work up on the slope. Okay. It's the north slope, which is the slope uh, north, very, very far north Alaska, where it's sloping down into the Arctic Sea. Oh. The Arctic Ocean. Hence the slope. Mm-hmm. The slope. One other uh, fact to know, if you are going to fly up there, you'll hear people say snow machine. What do you think of when you hear snow machine? Uh, um, like a snow plow? No. A uh, snow machine is what they call snowmobiles. Oh. Like a snowmobile, you know, that you ride around on. Mm-hmm. 
they call them snow machines for some reason. It's really weird. It threw me off for a long time. Like, why is everybody talking about? I would like, think it would either be a snowplow or like a zamboni or something. Yeah, I, well, I would. I thought it just meant you know like a snow making machine, like you have at the mountain. If you need, you know, some of the mountains have them. If they need to fill in some gaps with snow, mm-hmm. they have snow machines. But no, that's what they call snowmobiles. Okay. It's very strange. Snow machine. I want to go. Uh, oh yeah, I was up on the slope, but then I decided to come back to town so that I could ride my snow machine. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That worked. Anchorage, Anchorage's locate location. Anchorage's location on the globe puts it within a nine and a half hour flight time to almost ninety percent of the industrialized world. Because it's so far north, mm-hmm. it's within ninety percent of the industrialized world, which is why it's a big FedEx hub. Oh yeah, that was a long flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's from Portland. It's like about a five hour flight. Mm. I mean, not bad when you consider how far north you really are. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a big FedEx. So. And how close the airplanes, like, when they're landing. Like, it's like when you're going into Vegas. Like, it just mm-hmm. feels like you're, because you go right to the lip of the water and then, yeah, and you're there. Yeah, it's kind of a freaky flight. Yeah, in. it's a freaky flight. <laughs> and as a scared flyer, it's, yeah. yeah. Worth it, though. Yeah. Um, there are uh, approximately 250 black bears and 60 grizzly bears that live within urban Anchorage. And the surrounding area. So you say, now, because last time we went there, I did not see a single goddamn animal. I know, which is so strange. I didn't even see a moose. I didn't see yeah. like any. I think I maybe saw. Did I see a deer? That. No, I don't. Know I didn't I even know if you did. No. Which is really weird. Because there are about fifteen hundred moose. Yeah, I, living yeah, in I Anchorage. I don't believe that. And now Anchorage, the municipality, is pretty big. It's a lot bigger than just the city, but still. That is very strange that you didn't see one. I know it's it's so odd. But something you won't see up there, Sarah, ever, are snakes. There is no native snake population so of Alaska. Weird. There are no native snakes in Alaska. So unless somebody brings one there. And the, the only snakes that you would see would be somebody's escaped pet. Oh. But yeah, no native snakes. It's like too because... cold. They all freeze. Oh, okay. Because like how like Hawaii didn't have chickens until like some flood or something, and then uh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah all yeah. the chickens came, no, and now they chickens can't control the chickens everywhere. Hawaii, yeah. God, Some if Alaska pigs. was uh, like all of a sudden covered in snakes, that would be, that would not be fun. <laughs> Just surprise snakes. That would suck. Yeah, that, that would. would not be cool. That really would. All right, uh, well, I feel... I, oh, tell me more. There's, there's just two more, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Anchorage has more espresso stands per capita than anywhere in the U.S. I will say, when you and Gavin and I drove through uh, in the West Folly and we went to mm-hmm. that drive-thru, that was really good espresso. <laughs> I remember it. It was. Yeah, it was right down the street from his house. Yeah. Yeah, there... Uh, yep. Oh, yeah, I remember exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And finally... Oh, and then when we had reindeer pancakes, or reindeer uh, omelets. Reindeer omelet, yep. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Reindeer sausage. Reindeer is pretty big up there. You feel so guilty because you're like, fuck, I'm eating one of Santa's reindeer. But no, it's I don't delicious. feel guilty at all. It's delicious. I feel guilty. It's really good. There are also six mountain ranges that you can see from Anchorage if the skies are clear. And when we're going to be up there, the weather actually shouldn't be too bad in April. Oh, it's saying pretty close to the solstice. So sunsets at 9 36 p.m.? Yeah. What? That doesn't even make any sense. Uh, when did we go up there? We August. went up in August. Oh, yeah. It was just normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's daylight for a long time. That's so weird. Uh-huh. It's light until n- like almost mm-hmm. 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. That is so weird. Yep. Yeah, the further you get, I've been there in June before, and it's just, it's weird. Like, it only gets kind of like twilight-ish dark. What time does it get light in the morning? 
I don't know. I don't know what time it will when we're down like, there. Like, is it just... When, or when we're up there. Is it darker longer, or does, like, the sun rise at the same time? Uh, it no, usually it's does. usually they, they're both shortened, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to take a look. Oh, my gosh. Um, All right, I'm sorry, what was the other fact? Finally, you can see, if, it, if the weather is clear, you can see six mountain ranges from Anchorage. The Chugach, the Kenai, the Talkeetna, uh, Tordrillo, Alaska, and Aleutian. You can see all of those mountain ranges. And you can see Mount McKinley, which is the tallest mountain in North America. Well, did we see that one? I remember seeing uh, You might have gotten to. I mean, it's it, when it's cloudy, you can't see it. Yeah. I will say, seeing that. But it's um, 20,320 feet high. Going to Alaska, and you think like in the Northwest or wherever you live, like I, I don't know what your mountains look like, but I've been around many a mountains. I have never seen... Such giant mountain walls as I did in Alaska. Like, it is, it looks like something out of a movie. Where, like, yeah. you just keep looking up like you're looking and you think it's going to end and it still doesn't. And you're looking all the way up and it's finally, it looks like a wall. It's like a mountain mm-hmm. giant wall. It's pretty crazy. They're so big. I remember give, it was giving me, like, anxiety how big they were. Yeah. They're huge. It's. I can't even put into words. It's, it, it is. It's unlike anything. I can't even describe it. Yeah, you're right. No. There is no describing it. It is crazy how big the mountains are. I mean, we're here from from Oregon, and we have mountains, you know, that are unlike a lot of the rest mm. of the U.S. has, because we're right by the Cascade Mountains. And Mount Hood, I think, is about uh, what is Mount Hood? Eleven thousand some feet, and that's like a third of like Thir- one maybe of the it's smaller. up to thirteen. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's just a tiny. That would hardly even have a name. Alaska. No, it's and I remember like reading those statistics. It's like a, like a third or like half of like one of the smaller mountains. Like they're just eleven thousand two hundred fifty feet. That's Mount Hood. Jesus. Yeah, that's barely would even register up there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So not every show is going to be about Alaska, but we just wanted to let you know this is happening. If you want to come with us, you should pick up your tickets at funemploymentradio.com/slash/alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, I am so stoked. It's going to be fun. Oh, my gosh. Because I'm always kind of, this is always like my like dreary kind of time mm-hmm. of the year. Mm-hmm. And to like already have something to look forward to in a couple months. Well, and it's it's cool, too, because, I mean, I've been there a few times, but we're also going to be with some Alaska locals. And that's a, that's something that you don't always get to experience when mm-hmm. you go traveling. It's something I always appreciate when I, if I am able to travel somewhere and and hang out with a local. Because that's where you really find out, you know, where the cool stuff is. And you oh, get yeah. to skip some of the, there's lots of touristy stuff that is awesome. In, in Anchorage. Yeah, and you and can we do can what certainly you want. give yeah. you tons of recommendations on what to do for day trips or things like that if you're looking for some. Um, but also just hanging out with the local. So <laughs> the personal bar tour with uh, Fun Employment Radio and Courage will be on April 19th. The live recording of Fun Employment Radio will happen on April 20th. And then the Courage Show in Alaska is Saturday, April 21st. Oh, with the High Pets as well. With the, the High Pets. Pets. will also be playing. Which if you came to the Portland Podcast Festival, you saw the High Pets play. Yes. They're amazing. Yeah, they are great. Um, all right, but before we go, we do have a birthday. We I'm do. Just looking in our things. Yes, yep. indeed. All right, and we say, uh, we got an email from Dustin. He says, my birthday is today. He said, it's my birthday. Yay. And it's uh, from Super Cuddly Dustin. Dustin. Super Cuddly Dustin. Happiest of birthdays, super cuddly, Dustin. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, that was appropriate. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. <laughs> Thank you. It's been kind of discombobulated yep. today, but we would not want to have it any other way besides... 
being discombobulated with you. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Greg was like, Jesus Christ, when is she going to stop? Is Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much for being awesome and tuning into our show. You're welcome. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Funump Radio. On Facebook and Instagram, where we will be posting more and more things. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Mm. So follow us on Instagram, please. It's Fun Employment Radio. We are on there. And uh, we're going to be posting... <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to be posting coughs. Coughs. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of things, uh, such as... Things in our green room. Things Ooh. that we see. There's lots of stuff that's going to be coming Travels that we go on. Travels that we go on. Mm-hmm. All of that. So follow Fun Employment Radio on Instagram, please, and thank you. Coming wow, up later is- today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, we'll be Geek in the Sitap. Yes. Geek in the Sitap. I was just listening to this. This is Courage. This is Courage. This is a remix of this Courage. A remix of Arbetta Kalen. Uh-huh. Remixing Courage. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you I'm so much, it. you all, all of you. Excited. You were all wonderful. And we greatly appreciate your listeners. Yes. This song just goes on forever. I'm just kind of. And ever. And ever. I'm enjoying watching you fill the time. Waiting for that point where I can hit the point. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.